Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another week of the LaughSpin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, is Dylan, the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com. What's going on, Dylan? Not too much, Mike. Uh, what's going on with you? Let's let's talk about, let's dedicate this entire 30-minute podcast to you. Let's, because I need a bigger head at this point. Before we started talking, yeah. everybody listening to this, Mike graciously went through his entire schedule with the things he needs to do in both his professional and personal life with yes. me starting today through Sunday, was it? It was through Sunday, yeah. And it's just a bevy of things. I don't know when I'm going to fit sleep in there, but it's just <laughs> lovely. And I, I I thank you, Dylan, for humoring me through the entire thing. Yeah. No, no, that's that's <laughs> fine. I, I, I like hearing what other people have to do. He's You're so overwhelmed. He's drinking from a, from a giant jug of Poland Spring <laughs> water. He couldn't... It's vodka. He couldn't... He, it's it's vodka. <laughs> it they make smaller bottles, you know, buddy. Damn it! This is what I could only uh, afford to get out of my bathtub this week. So, <laughs> first of all, before we get into stuff, man, just wanted to say uh, thanks for for uh, hanging out the other week and and, and on the show. It was a, it was a lot of fun. And and if you haven't uh, heard it, it's on uh, mastersandnone.com. We had a couple of shows with Dylan. We did a laugh spin podcast last week. That was fun. We got to do that again soon. Yeah, and uh, and then also we did a show later on with the rest of the guys, and it was it was just a blast. I've actually listened to that show a couple of times, and it's good. You should you should definitely check it out. And uh, but again, thanks for coming over and uh, humoring us. <laughs> of course, thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. Let's get into it, shall we? We have a lot to talk about this week. We do have a lot to talk about. I want, if you think it's a good idea, Mike, I thought we would. Uh start things off slightly different this week let's come on i'm all about it i asked uh, for some reader questions before we hit record and, and we got a few i wanted to get you guys involved you guys you know the, the listeners sweet because that's what it's all about mike it is this is we don't do this for ourselves then absolutely not <laughs> so anyway uh bob edwards messaged us on uh facebook the yeah. bob edwards the bob edwards this is the one sweet this is the one and only. All right. I uh, believe his real name is Robert. Okay. His question is, do you think comedy will move to a nearly pure self-release medium with labels and TV channels mattering less? That, of course, pegged to uh, the trend of Louis C.K. kind of set off releasing right. his uh, own stuff, not you know using networks or labels or anything like that. I, I, want, I want to know what you think, Mike, about this. I think kind of... It's a half and half question. L labels, yes. TV, yeah. probably not. Although not? they'll use it a little differently. Um, okay. TV is expanding to include the internet, to include a lot of other ways to get in touch with people, whether it be viral marketing, viral video marketing. Look at somebody like Conan. His show may not be doing all that well as far as the ratings are concerned with the broadcast late night guys. However, he has quite a following and he has quite a lot of people knowing what's going on in his show because he does a great thing with the following day, putting up the clips from the sh show from the night before that showcase the funnier parts of his show. So everybody gets that little taste of Conan and, and he remains relevant and hip. So that in that regard, I think TV is kind of expanding and the idea of TV is a little is a little different. Labels, however, as far as record labels, yeah, they're going out the window, man. The record industry and just the music industry and, and, and in, in that regard, you know, you know, comedians releasing their stuff on, on CDs and 
that's just kind of going out the window. I mean, more and more, if you want to hear a comedian, I'm going to the internet first. I'm seeing some of their their famous stuff. I guess Patrice's album was the last time I really fully listened to a comedy album. Like, mm-hmm. specifically wanted to get a comedy album and listen to it. The rest, anytime I actually wanted to hear a comedian, I'll just go to YouTube and pull up some of their best stuff. And really? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I, you know, that's that's kind of like the way I do it. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know. I'm not sure if you have a different point of view on it since you're yeah. a little bit closer to the whole industry. I've always been a much, much bigger fan of the comedy album. I think what Bob wants to know is w- whether the comedy album is going to need the middleman in the future so yeah. will they need comedy central records to to put out the record or will lisa lampanelli need warner brothers to put out her albums or will she right. just self-release her albums and I, I think you're right more and more the bigger comedians that have the money to kind of front production costs will start self-releasing their albums and not go through an intermediary like a record label right I think you're right about television because we've already seen that even though comedians have self-released their specials, Mm -hmm. they are also using television to further distribute what they've already self-released. For example, Louis C.K.'s Live at the Beacon, it eventually aired on FX in edited form. Aziz Ansari's special, Dangerously Delicious or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. was self-released on his website, but then Comedy Central aired it. They right. they had their own television air date. Right. Jim Gaffigan is a little bit different. Jim Gaffigan self-released his, and it didn't go onto any networks, but I did notice that it popped up on Netflix about a week ago. I didn't think that was even happening, and I don't, I'm not sure if he's publicizing that or not, but if you're a Netflix subscriber, you, you could stream Jim Gaffigan's Mr. Universe. So uh, I think you're right. Even the people self-releasing stuff are going to use television networks when it's to their advantage. It makes sense for them to do so. Yes, definitely. But I think what you said in the beginning is is right as far as this idea of is it going to be a purely self-releasing medium. I, I think it's, to some regards, it's already there. Especially with the labels. I mean, for the most part, I'd say 95% of the time, the music labels, the record labels, they don't, they're not really... The comedy albums aren't their main focus. It's whatever big music acts they have signed onto the label. And I mean, yeah. there, there are those comedians that push a shit ton of of albums, but for the most part, I buy a comedy album at the guy's show after it's over. I'm not uh, actively going to Best Buy to pick up the new <laughs> Kevin Hart CD, you know, or whatever. It's more about the the people, you know, releasing stuff on their website. And you know, here's a here's a track for my new album. And here's an MP3, and if you want to download it, it's on my site type of thing. Right, you know? right. Yeah. So, Bob, I think we've we've sort of answered your question. It, I think at the end of the day, it's the comedians with the bigger following are obviously going to be able to self-release their stuff and make a living, mm. you know, from doing that. I think what's going to start happening is labels that are dedicated to releasing comedy, and there's only a few. There's Comedy Central Records. 
There's stand-up records, Uproar Entertainment. These places, all they do is release comedy. Mm -hmm. They already do a good job of developing talent, but that's what's going to have to happen. The emphasis is going to have to be on developing talent because those developing artists are the ones that are are going to need a machine behind their product. That's why a guy, we're going to listen to a track from Jesse Pop's album in a little while. And that, you know, that's why a guy like him is uh, happy to be on, on Comedy Central Records because they're pushing it. There's a marketing team behind it. Right, right. And speaking of developing talents, uh, self-releasing their new material, we actually have such a comedian releasing his own material, his own special, right here exclusively on Last Bin. Yeah, this is very, very exciting. One of my favorite comics, Chad Daniels, definitely a little under the radar, and I really hope that this special is is going to blow him up a little bit because he, he really deserves it. So this coming Tuesday, Chad Daniels is self-releasing his own hour special, which was recorded at the Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is where he's from. It's called As Is, and it's going to be available to view exclusively on LaughSpin.com. And the same night, he's going to be actually on Conan. Speaking of Conan, he'll be performing on Conan, which is um, awesome. And we'll be rolling out some previews. And we have a preview for you right now. It's a video. This is audio from the video. So if you go to lastman.com, you'll be able to see the video. So uh, check this out. I almost got arrested one time for wishing AIDS on a cop. <laughs> have you guys heard of AIDS? It's a disease. So I wished it on the cop. Because he pulled me over for speeding, and I'm fine with that because I was speeding. Then he gave me another ticket for recognizing my blinker when I pulled over, and that is a crock of shit. Right? All your lights are on, dick. They know we're going to the shoulder. You need one more blinky light for your parade, princess? Come on, Cinderella. And he said, it's the law. And I said, your law sucks. And he goes, say one more thing. Say one more thing. So I said, I hope you get AIDS. <laughs> and not like people that are going to help you with paperwork at the precinct. I'm talking about the AIDS with the capital letters. <laughs> and he said, get out of the car. And I was like, for what? And he goes, I'm arresting you for wishing AIDS on you. You can't arrest someone for wishing, right? How would you even call that in? We have a 145 hope in progress. All right, so there you go. That is uh, uh, Chad Daniels, and he's going to be re- releasing his new special exclusively, LastBin.com, next Tuesday, and you'll also be able to check him out on Conan the same night. But uh, go to LastBin.com right now and see some of the previews, like the video that we just played right there. All right, let's get on to some of the news. Liz- let's, let's. Comedy news. Lizzie Kaplan headed to Showtime in a brand new series called Masters of Sex. That's it. That's all I need to know. Lizzie Kaplan, sex, I'm done. That's I'm 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 watching it. It's TiVo priority, top priority number one. I don't even know even know what it's what it's about. Go ahead. What is it about? I don't I don't care what it's about. <laughs> I'm with you. But I'll but, but but for the sake of everybody else, so she's she's gonna be co-starring in this show, uh, Masters of Sex on Showtime. It chronicles the lives of William Masters and Virginia Johnson. She's playing Virginia, of course who became pioneers in the study of human sexuality in the 1960s. It was a book written by Thomas Mayer. Lizzie Kaplan of Party Down fame is alongside uh, co-star Michael Sheen. Characters on Daniel Tosh's new animated show are revealed, and this is getting better and better as more trickles out about what's going on with 
Tosh's uh, new animated show. Yeah, so uh, Daniel Tosh's show Brickleberry premieres on Comedy Central September 25th. And that we already knew from about a week ago. But what we didn't know is who was going to be in it. And then that came out. But then we didn't know who was going to be what character. So we found that out for you. You're welcome. So <laughs> we know that Tom Kenny, who is SpongeBob SquarePants, yes. he's got to be the, the most, at this point, the most popular voice actor on the planet. So he's going to be part of this. Tom Kenny was actually, wasn't he a minor character on uh, Mr. Show with Bob and Dave? That might be correct. I'm almost positive. I'm going to double check on my figures there <laughs> and make sure I'm correct on that. But he was a comedian before he was a voice actor. When you look at some of the names that pop up here, he kind of sticks out a little bit. And you're like, why did they pick that guy? So, right, right. The other people, by the way, yes. uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Olsen is going to be voicing a character. She's from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as I'm sure you, you may know. David Herman, which is exciting to me because I'm obsessed with Office Space. Mm -hmm. He played, uh, of course, Michael Bolton in Office Space, and he was on Mad TV for a bunch of years. Jerry Miner is playing a, a guy named Denzel, nice. uh, which s seems a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Miner, of course, you know from Mr. Show, Saturday Night Live. He had a small role on Lucky Louie, R.I.P., Mm -hmm. Oh, and Tosh himself, who's executive producing, is is going to be playing. Um, there's a little adorable bear character named Malloy, who's an angry little bear. Daniel Tosh is going to be voicing Malloy, and the whole the whole show, by the way, centers around this group of park rangers who I guess are fucked up and shenanigans occur yes for those scoring at home tom kenny was a uh, minor character on uh, mr show as well as he's going to be voicing the large dude woody with a slamming stash on this that's, show that's, that's as, right as you as you wrote here that's, that's right that's great so so uh, more details on that will be uh, coming out as we head closer to september 25th the premiere date for daniel tosh's new animated show all right, Kevin Hart is extending his tour and is moving to arenas. Again, this guy's star is climbing and climbing. I think his successful run there with his last movie, he was he was he had some real real good success with his last uh, comedy that came out. So that kind of uh, expanded his audience a little bit more and he is now extending his tour and bumping up some of his dates to arenas which is just incredible and and i mean again good for him he's a really nice guy and uh, you couldn't happen to happen to a nicer guy absolutely what good for you kevin hart tickets for the extended dates going to go on sale june 15th through ticketmaster and live nation full list of tour dates on laughspin.com uh, make sure you check that out if he's in your area go see kevin hart he's he's awesome has kevin done a lot of arenas before prior to this tour i don't think he's done any arenas really I, I, no i mean i think that's what this is a big deal i mean i i i don't want to say he's he's never done an arena with with another comic or you right. know something like or that a tour I, or something yeah, yeah i don't i don't think he's ever headlined an arena if right. uh, if i'm wrong by all means listeners Call correct me yeah he's been headlining I, I say just been, but he's been <laughs> selling out theaters, you know, large theaters, you know, 2,500 seat theaters. And right. So Kevin Hart, check him out if he's in your area. Tommy Chong, Tommy Chong. And we're talking about weed with Tommy Chong. We, cause you have to, you have to, <laughs> it, it's a serious subject, but, it's, but, but, but it's, it's not just weed though. No, it's not, but it's, but it's weed. I mean, let's be honest. Tommy Chong has prostate cancer and he plans to treat it with cannabis, which Great. I I wouldn't expect him to not treat it with cannabis. <laughs> if he's like, you know what? I got prostate cancer. We're going to get an all-juice diet. No. He's going, what? He's going hemp oil? Cannabis? Yeah, he's go yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, he doesn't smoke marijuana. 
I, I didn't know that. He stopped smoking marijuana like a year or two ago. What he does is he ingests hemp oil before going to bed. And this is what he told uh, CNN, quote, I won't be woozy all day. He says, I'm taking it as a medicine. Mm-hmm. He's uh, 74 years old. And he said he first started noticing, you know, cancer symptoms about eight years ago while while he was in jail, actually, for for selling. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. For selling uh, drug paraphernalia. About a year ago, he started getting more and more symptoms, like prostate symptoms. Mm. He told CNN the other day that he was diagnosed a month ago. So mm. He says it's in a slow stage one. So that's, he, that's good. Yeah. And it's very treatable, especially if he caught it, if he caught it eight years ago. You know, that yeah. seems to be early. That seems to be early warning. So that's good. Also, too, he may not be too far off with, if he's quitting smoking, but he wants to, you know, ingest the cannabis or the hemp or whatever, hemp oil. He may not be too far off because, you know, you know, especially with a lot of cancer patients being given marijuana to, sure. to again, like you said, not be all woozy, not have an upset stomach and get an appetite and all the, you know, all the things that they need to, you know, get out of the whatever the cancer treatment that he's going through. So you say what you will. It's actually kind of a smart move. <laughs> Best of luck to him. And, and I'm, I'm sure he's going to be fine. It, it's the, he seems very optimistic. And that's like one of the biggest battles right there. Get a life. The series with Chris Elliott. You may, you may know it. Oh, it was the, dude, I thought you were telling me to get a life. Oh, oh God. I thought you were being mean to me. Oh, I get it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish I could throw a pie in your face for that one. <laughs> The, the the series it was, was it mid nineties came out right somewhere around uh, nineteen ninety I think nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety two it ran ninety yeah, to ninety two holy cow that was that long ago yeah. with Chris Elliott was on Fox finally available on DVD in one set I know a lot of people this is kind of a cult classic now a lot of people have been looking forward to it Dylan have you been looking forward to this not really <laughs> I hyped it up and I'm like Dylan. Take the ball. Nah, I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> not, not really. I, I mean, you know, I have nothing against the show. We never used to watch it in my house. My mom, it used to come on, and I think my dad really liked it, mm-hmm. and he thought it was, you know, a hoot. And my mom f- couldn't physically look at Chris Elliott. She used to say <laughs> that Chris Elliott literally made her nauseous just from looking at him. And I kind of, I kind of get what she meant by that, and that was full on display when he popped up on uh, there's something about Mary. Mm, yeah. And he played that dude that like got like broke out the, in the hives the and hives, stuff. The boils. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Which was gross and disgusting, but it's like my mom, she saw those boils on him, <laughs> Mike years before it came to pass. Oh my goodness. Do you know what I mean? I think your mother's a medium. She was right. It's <laughs> incredible. All right. Well, regardless of your mother's queasiness, disdain for Chris Elliott over Chris Elliott's face, <laughs> he's getting a DVD release, and I'm sure that's going to make a lot of people happy. Especially because, like I said, it's it's kind of a cult classic at this point. Uh, it's huge. We posted yeah. it uh, the other day, and people went nuts. Yeah, yeah, dude. So this this should be a good one, and and I, I don't think you you're gonna see it clamoring for a return, but who knows. <laughs> with the with the with the amount of shows that they're getting rid of nowadays, you never know. He could play a fifty year old, fifty year old paperboy, paper yeah, instead of a thirty year old paperboy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it would be the same thing. That would be awesome. Now, if the only they would bring back the Gary Shandling show, <laughs> it's the Gary Shandling show with probably one of the greatest theme songs ever. <laughs> speaking of audio, let's play some. Let's play some more audio. Let's play some we're, fucking we're, audio, right? Were we speaking of audio? We were because I was saying about the best 
theme song. Oh, right, right, song. right, right. See, it was a stretch. <laughs> I pulled a muscle with that one, but it was a stretch. We have more audio to play. That's really what I want, that's what I want to say. And uh, right. you hinted towards it before. Yeah. Go ahead. Give it the big lead I- in. I'm a really big fan uh, of this album, uh, Jesse Pop. He's a he's a staff writer for Conan, and he's also an excellent stand-up comedian. And Comedy Central Records just released his debut album. It's called You Stink. I just finished listening to it the other day, and just really, really funny stuff. He's kind of low-key. He's got a really subtle delivery. He's smart without being too snarky. It's just really good stuff. So if you haven't gotten it, go out and get it. And for now, check out this track. I've been uh, thinking a lot about hot dogs lately. Um, (laughs) So I was down in uh, Coney Island. That's where they have the the hot dog eating championships. And um, they have a big sign that says all of the uh, people who have won and how many hot dogs they... And last year's winner was a guy named Joey Chestnut, and he ate 62 hot dogs. Um, which is crazy. It's even crazier when you look at the sign and you realize that the winner in 1984 only ate nine and a half hot dogs. (laughs) That is an overall increase of (laughs) 652.6%. Which means that by the year 2038, the winner will have eaten 404.6 hot dogs. That's the human body of the American dream teaming up to blow your mind. That's... I have to redo the math every time I tell that joke. I don't, I don't want some hot dog nerd coming up to me after the show. you know that I'm kind of a hot dog nerd. (laughs) Let's go current events. So you guys seen this movie La Bamba? Uh, I loved the movie La Bamba when I was a kid and uh, uh, and there are these there are these two kids across the street from from me, and their parents had uh, two VCRs, and they would edit all of the movies before they let their kids watch them. They cut out all the bad scenes and stuff, and they invited me over to watch La Bamba one one day. I said, like, "Yeah, sure." And I'm going, and, and we watched the movie, and they there's no plane crash. <laughs> they cut out the plane crash. He just sings La Bamba, and that's it. <laughs> And the kids were like, La Bamba! And I, even as a little boy, I was like, this is messed up. Did they, and I wondered, like, did they ever find out what happened? Or they're like, they might, they're like my age now, and they're at the record store, and they're like, like where's all the new Richie Valen CDs? <laughs> Went, greatest hits, greatest hits, I already got this one. <laughs> that flash in the pan piece of shit. Thinks he's so great. <laughs> Jesse Pop. 
has a good piece there. I never realized that a couple of years ago, the, the world champion of hot dog eating only ate nine. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that album's out? That album is out. Nice. Where can they get it? Just on his website, iTunes, usual places? Yep. Uh, iTunes, Amazon, the huge. The Jesse Poppin is called You Stink? You Stink, it's called. Excellent. Before we get out of here. Um, yes, sir. We started with a question from the audience. We're gonna yeah. f- we're gonna finish with a couple of questions from the audience <gasps> because you got you got a couple of uh, hits on Twitter there, right? We did, yeah, yeah. Benny, who's following us on Twitter, and if you're not following us on Twitter, you're really missing out. We're at LaughSpinCom, so so do follow us. Benny asks, uh, "What happened to Sarah Silverman's pilot? I know NBC passed, but is there any word on why? Will we be able to see it somehow? NBC did pass on it. They picked up a bunch. I, I want to." From memory, I want to say seven or eight new comedies. Yeah. Um, it was nuts. They picked up a bunch, and they passed on uh, Sarah Silverman's pilots. I know you didn't ask about this, Benny, but interestingly, they also passed on a Louis C.K. pilot. Really? Yeah. Wow. And as far as I know, I haven't I haven't heard anything uh, about it. Uh, you know, most, most pilots that get passed on are dead, and, and then that's it. Yeah, um, I I haven't I haven't heard about another network trying to pick up on it. I know that when NBC bought the pilot, that there was an intense bidding war between I forgot which networks, but I, I want to say there was like at least two or three networks bidding on it. So I don't know. Maybe another network will pick it up uh, for development and and see what happens. But no. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about its its future, I, so I, I assume it's just gone and Sarah will be working on new projects. Next one's coming up from Elizabeth. What do you guys mm-hmm. think of the Half Hour Comedy Central Presents replacement show that has been on every week and that we kind of spotlight the new guys that are coming on? I've actually only seen the Garfunkel and Oates one. That was, what was that, last week? Or two uh, yeah. Ago? I love that one. That one was awesome. They're, they're they're really they actually from our show the song that the video that we put on on our show the week that they week before they're coming out it was appointment viewing for me to watch that because that was really funny really good job I, I think those shows are pretty cut and dry the one thing that I'm glad that they don't really do at least now I mean I may talk differently years from now but sometimes when you look back at some of the old one night stands and yeah. Comedy Central presents and stuff, you can you're just like, wow. Just like the intros and stuff, you're like, this is fucking dated. You can tell this is this is the eighties, or this is the classic shot of like the comedian walking the streets <laughs> you know, around where the comedy club is and then going right. into it and then going on stage and then they cut it and they're coming from backstage with the same outfit on or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that shit. <laughs> this seems pretty cut and dry where it's like, let's just get to the comedy. Let's, you know, let's and let's have some fun. I dig it. I dig the, the choices that they've made with the comics so far. Yeah. Um. Although, like I said, Garfunkel is Garfunkel Notes is the only one that I've seen fully. But you know, I mean, but I know who's there. We've, yeah. yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, I knew who they picked, and you know, and some of the people who are coming up and stuff. And and it's I love the choices that they have. It's it's a it's a nice it's a nice mix of people who are in the know, know the people, the recognizable names, semi recognizable names, and let me give this guy a shot, and then he turns out to be awesome. So I think I, so far I really like it. What about yourself? I loved Comedy Central Presents, and uh, I think Half Hour is doing uh, a fine job. This Friday is the last one. It's only that I've heard some people that was a complaint that it, it mm. only ran for six weeks, and I think Comedy Central Presents in its heyday ran a lot longer. So we're five weeks in, and we're only this Friday at eleven is actually the Half Hour's last week. I, we've talked about Jesse Pop 
I, I feel like 22 times this episode, but his half hour is is going to be uh, one of them. Him and Irish comic uh, David O'Doherty, who is a very funny dude. So that's it. I mean, I, I, I enjoy the half hour. I, I think Comedy Central has done a pretty good job. Nice. So thank you very much, Elizabeth and Benny, for putting in your questions to the Twitter account. Uh, you can do so as well, twitter.com slash laughspincom. Send Dylan an email at laughspin.com, and maybe your question will get up here as well, and we can fumble through your <laughs> through <laughs> through our thoughts, through your Pre- uh, ideas. Precisely. <laughs> Let's get to things to look out for coming up this week. Louie on Blu-ray, Louie Season 2 coming out Tuesday to complete second season, packed with extras, Commentary from Louis C.K., and there's a preview video of the commentary on lastbin.com that you can check out. Also in theaters, Lola Versus. What's this one all about? I, this one sounds familiar, but I don't. I honestly don't know it. This is one of the uh, the flicks we put on our um, our must see summer comedies. Right. Our that's our, right. Our eleven uh, comedy flicks you must see. So yeah, Daryl Wayne in uh, Zoe Lister Jones, who has a supporting role on Whitney Cummings's show uh, on NBC. They made this movie and coming of age flick. I haven't seen it. It looks great. It stars Greta Gerwig as Lola. She's getting older, hitting. She's getting to be 30. (laughs) She gets dumped by her fiance a few weeks before their wedding. And, um, you know, it looks like a um, kind of a, a bittersweet comedy. Yeah, check it out. Cool. And also out this weekend in the theaters, that's my boy Sandler and Andy Samberg, co-written by Ken Marino. And yeah. also Your Sister's Sister, which I think we, we talked about this too. It's a love triangle with um, Rosemary DeWitt, Mark Duplass, and who's the third one? Oh, Emily Blunt, of course. Emily Blunt, yeah. And also co-stars are uh, our favorite, one of our favorites, Mike Birbiglia. So yeah, that's Birbigs. Another hit from Sundance, so uh, so so check that out. It's probably lim- limited release, I'm assuming. No, no, it's yeah, it's not a wide release. So check it out if it's in your area. So let's give all the plugs. We did the Twitter, right? What was it? Laughspin.com, right? Laughspin.com. Follow us and email me at Dylan at Laughspin.com. Cool. And then there's Facebook and the motherfucking Pinterest. And uh, <laughs> you're doing the uh, Tumblr, right? We're very active on the on the old Tumblr. So cool. Make sure you search out Laugh Spin on Tumblr and get more of your questions in because that was that's that's fun. That's always fun to see what you guys are thinking about in the uh, in the comedy world. And, and we'll do our best to uh, to tackle the wonderful questions that you guys have for us. So, all right, that's it. Let's get out of here. Dylan, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm done. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, man. And we will see you next week right here on the LastBin.com podcast. See ya.